0: Welcome to the best Friday ever, where we're (laughs) going to see how long it takes Josh Tomlin, World Series champion pitcher, to actually connect his computer to Bluetooth. He steps up to the computer. His charger is attached. He has worked for this moment. He's worked for this moment his entire career. Jason Wright waits patiently. How long will it take him? He knows how to throw a mean slider. He can make an 87-mile-per-hour fastball look like it's coming in at 103, but he does not know how to use Bluetooth. He's Josh freaking Tomlin, baby. Yeah. Dude, you're such so a That's badass. <laughs> oh. Come on, Josh. We believe in you, baby. Let's go. Let's do this. Come on. You can do it. Come on. Oh, Welcome to the best Friday ever, folks, with my boy Josh Tomlin. See, this is what we should be doing every Friday. I mean, I've hired an organ player for you, dude. I've got an organ player. Hey, dude, you're sounding good. Keep it up, brother. Keep it up. Come on. Crank it up a little bit. Hey, there is a... a Come I on.
1: Either a, the Athletic or something like that had an um, uh, uh, article out yesterday about why there's why the organ is in baseball.
0: Well, I know why it's here today. It's to encourage Josh Tomlin. You got okay, this, baby. Josh's iPhone.
1: I don't want Josh's iPhone. <laughs> <Huh. laughs>
0: All right, all right, kill kill, kill the organ. Kill the organ, okay.
1: Kill, kill the organ.
0: Okay, so Josh Tomlin, you have faced many an all-star. You have been in some of the most hostile environments in Major League Baseball. It, uh, it all comes down to this. Can you figure out Apple products?
1: See, I'm more worried, I'm more nervous about trying to hook this up than I am. Pitching against the uh, Boston Red Sox and the <laughs> Chicago Cubs in the World Series.
0: Oh, man. Hey, how do you like my lid I got on this morning, though? I'm I am like my lid, dude. I'm wearing my official Josh Tomlin merchandise. I got to tell you, just putting it on, I feel a little, uh, I feel kind of good. I feel like at least a half inch taller. I feel like I might be able to go hurl some, uh, some pretty good uh, junk out there today, as long as I'm wearing this lid.
1: Well, see, you could mm-hmm. because you have the mindset to do it right now.
0: All right, there you go. Now you're talking my language. Which, by the way, speaking of hurl, dude, I like I was talking to you about the other day at your house. I am so pumped about my shoulder. I mean, I'm doing pull ups again. I'm. Uh, it lasted like three or four days. So, thank you for to the good people. That's insane, at, dude. At Juve light, you know, I borrowed Josh's Juve and uh, infrared light, and dude, it was money. It, I, I mean, one. It's I, legit. It, I mean, when you combine the Juve Light with my superior genetics, it leads to see, off the DL in no time.
1: See, I, I, I told you that. I said I would take you at sixty percent. We're not taking anybody else because of your mindset
0: already. Well, I appreciate now that.
1: that you're completely healthy, and then that that happens.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, it's game on now. All right, did you get your? Yeah, now we're, you got your big uh, Jay Z headphones working there? Look, you're going to look like freaking. Yeah, there you go. Throw those on there. Yeah, but they're not not working. There, you're such an athlete. Can you hear them? Can you hear me?
1: No, I can hear you through the computer. I can't hear Uh, you It's not connected, okay? uh, I have them them plugged in so that I can... Okay, go
0: go to your preferences and make sure that your output has selected those. I hope you folks are enjoying this as much as I am. And for those of you watching, I mean... Josh looks like he should be a QB in college football, rolling up, kind of strutting. I expect you to have a very wide knot tie with a big pinstripe. It would know, definitely be wide knot. Yeah, listening, you just just crushing some uh, some Lil Wayne as you as you w- roll up into the stadium. Yeah.
1: See, it's Apple TV. The uh, Apple, or not Apple TV. Output MacBook yeah. Pro speakers, Apple TV. There's Does it have no- ex- external?
0: not have external headphones. Didn't say that. No. Thank you, folks, for joining the Jason Wright Show. Best Friday ever for technical support with Major League Baseball player Josh. Anybody,
1: feel free to uh, send me a message. Okay, they uh, they hooked up to my phone, so good for them.
0: (laughs) Okay, so get them kill your kill the Bluetooth on your phone. That might be interfering. That would be. Those are kind of sweet. So
1: Apple's supposed to be user friendly.
0: Well, that's what that's what Steve wanted. But I'm telling you, dude, for any of you out there listening, I don't know if you've ever used the Raycon earbuds or AirPods. What do you want to call them? I guess we'll call them earbuds because AirPods, I think, is an Apple thing. As far as better sound quality, I will give the AirPod higher marks when they're working. But, dude, I can't tell you how many times I have gone to put in my AirPods and either one is charged, the other isn't, or neither one of them are charged. I can't just look. Savvy. It's so, but my Raycons, those things almost always, and the charge lasts a lot. I mean, I'll forget to plug them in for a week. And I'll go grab them, and they're still working. They're the best. They,
1: they are. I'm starting to figure that out. But yeah. what, what, so now I'm not, the, the Bluetooth's not even like picking up anything. The only thing I was picking up was my phone. Hmm. So now, Go there. I'm like, okay. Back to system preferences. Let's go there. I hate you, Apple. Kinda. All right. Let's go to general. Dun, 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 dun.
0: Let's go Tomlin. Let's go. Let's go Tomlin.
1: Clear the mechanism. Clear the mechanism. Found. Let's go to sound. Select output device. MacBook Pro speakers. No.
0: Got this, Josh. You got this, baby. MacBook
1: TV code. No. Input. <laughs> MacBook Pro microphone. No. All right. Unplug you.
0: Do you have just some old school headphones?
1: Of course I don't. Are you
0: kidding me? Yeah. You know, this might be the biggest interview of your entire career and I'm thinking and, and you and I, I'm thinking you didn't take it. it seriously. I want your agent on the phone right damn now. Hey. This is this is not going to work. I mean, this is this the is Jason Wright work. show. This is, I'm trying I'm trying to elevate your career, Josh Tomlin, and this is what I get.
1: And here I am bossing this shit. You know, I mean, hey, I guarantee yeah. I get
0: there are people listening right now that're like, "I'm going to hang in there because Jason, I love him. And then Tomlin, freaking celebrity, comes in, you know, got his big, cool earmuffs on. Uh, Got his big, cool earmuff headphones in, looking like Michael Vick circa 2008. And, (laughs) you know, (laughs) just no respect. I come in with my Josh Tomlin merch on.
1: (laughs) I I know, dude. We got to get you some Jason Wright merch.
0: Yeah, I'm all. Hey, did you see? If you look at Instagram, uh, Mrs. Wright got me some uh, uh, styrofoam cups made that are freaking awesome. They got the logo. I saw that. The improve always and always motto. Mm. Makes your it, coffee just a, makes your coffee that much stronger. It's um, they're fantastic. It, it is. All right. See,
1: I like um, I like I like when your coffee feels a little bit stronger.
0: Uh, of course. It's got look. I like my coffee so strong that it makes your toes curl. It, like, tattoos the inside of my gut. It's just, I mean, it's bold. And So, we always have to warn people whenever they come over to the house, both Jimlin and I, like, when they want coffee, we're like, hey, now just understand, if you want it diluted, you need to let us know because our coffee is strong. It will punch you like Ike Turner to Tina. It's bad. Yeah, get get ready. it, it, It Just get ready, so... So how you doing, brother? Can you hear me okay and everything? Are you good? I can hear you great. Yeah. Can you hear me okay? And yeah. Yeah. You're fine. Every, no. Everybody. Everybody wants to be
1: delayed. Like I feel like it's delayed. No. No. And that's not. Like that.
0: That's not your problem. That is an eCam live. If you're out there listening, Adrian, who does all the eCam trainings, we we need to up our game on this deal. On eCam, the guests on a podcast like it is right now you're probably seeing you're probably talking and then it's coming delayed on your movement. I get that a lot whenever I'm interviewing people. Is that the case?
1: Yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. But and it's not I mean it's not that bad. It's actually getting really really close right now.
0: Okay. All right, well good. So, so what are we want to talk about. I mean, it's best Friday ever. I think this should start being a more a more regular deal just for you and I to catch up. I see.
1: I like that. I like that a lot. Well, cuz we got going on a podcast and we did it Pretty consistently for about what four or five weeks, mm-hmm. and then yeah, um, I did something to my knee. Things got a little hairy. I, I get <laughs> it. So we, we we didn't we didn't uh, keep keep at it, but um,
0: Josh's Josh.
1: I, I this could be, this could be something. We should, maybe we should start going live. Like I could have a set up a setup, uh, um, like a iPad or something like that on Instagram and have give the people a little. A little preview, but make them sign up because that's what they need to do. They need to sign up and and watch your
0: stuff. Absolutely. Well, you know, I think that we got to figure something out. And I'm just, this was like my way of roping you in. I I need, the, the people need more of Josh Tomlin. I think the world needs more Josh Tomlin, not less. And so... I'm like, I've got this massive stage that is the Jason Wright Show. This massive platform. It's global in nature. And I want to put you right atop it, Josh Tomlin. I mean, you think you have stood on some of the greatest mounds in history, brother. You have never stood on a mound as high as that of the Jason Wright Show.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I haven't. I, I haven't. Raymond finway have nothing on this it's, it's, yeah that's right and, and i look at me i'm botching it already like i can't even get my um yeah a microphone or a headphones to work
0: hey look let me tell you something the nerves man let me tell you something i, I don't want you to be nervous okay because here's the deal i put my leg my, my pants on one leg at a time just like everybody else i understand Bingo. i understand you know people get around me they start getting kind of you know the, the tongue swells up a little bit the, Relax, I'm just a normal guy. All right. You got it. You, you got it. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm here now. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm checked in. I'm
0: checked in. Hey, you know what? So I do have my JT merch on my head, but check out this. Okay. This is a shout out to Tyler and Noah Dean. I officiated their wedding. And look at this coffee mug they gave me as a thank you. Look, Michael, that, Scott, Michael Scott might be the world's best office, but look at this. World's best wedding efficient. How about that? That is awesome. But here's the thing what do you notice about this like caricature of me on the, on the front it's like he's a little wrinkled that dude looks <laughs> so old like what the hell
1: is it, 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 the silhouette is perfect but the wrinkles aren't there
0: well you take con- too good. Hey, i'm sorry
1: if i sound hoarse um I, i've been giving you, lessons to kids and um I, I like to yell and have a good time with them yeah so I, I sound like i'm I sound like I got the vid right now. I, I don't, but it's a good thing we're Zooming, right? Like the world, everybody wants you to Zoom, not be face-to-face. We live four minutes apart from each other, but we're Zooming because
0: we're, t- we're taking
1: COVID precautionary uh, yeah, uh, wow. it,
0: it is kind of funny how people, like, I thought about that. People make fun of, like, uh, you know, couples that will text each other within the house. which Don't think Mrs. Wright doesn't send me texts from the bedroom while I'm up here. But uh oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, you're just like a stoves throw away. But no, let's let's do this. <laughs> you know, let's. I like it. I like it. But we haven't done this since, dude. We have not done a remote podcast with each other since your very first one back during the Texas Titans Day. And dude, can you believe that's been nearly four years ago? That's insane. That 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 doesn't seem right. Mm-mm. You were still, I think you were still in Cleveland, weren't you? I was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, because we had just.
1: We had just uh, lost the World Series, I think, uh-huh. the uh-huh. year before.
0: Yep, yep. So, or time flies. Time it flies, does, dude. <laughs> hey, get ready, brother. One day you'll look up and you'll be pushing 50 like this old this old dog you're talking to.
1: Hey, if I can do 100 pull-ups a day at
0: 50, I'm good with that. Well, I've got the – man, the thing about the 100 pull-ups a day, it's great. But, man, i got calluses. Mrs. Wright doesn't like that. I've got these – can you see these – these calluses—I look like a like a hey, farm or something. But those, that's those man are, hands. Yeah, it's man hands, baby. That's right.
1: They—they they say they don't like that, but if you didn't have it and you had soft hands, they'd say, "Well, I don't, your hands oh, yeah. are too soft." Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. There's something creepy. Do you ever shake a dude's hand and it's kind of like moist and? Well, like, I don't like like, like like a doctor's hands, and I understand doctors have to protect their hands. I don't know that I'd want a big beefy, you know, leathery doctor hand, but doctors' hands—they are very supple.
1: Yeah, I don't like If I shake a guy's hand, it's not moist from my like sweat and it's like lotiony, i I'm kind of like, ha, come on, dude. Like, I'd rather really just give me a hug at that point.
0: So, what, okay, I got, a, I got a question for you while we're talking handshakes. What do you do whenever you misfire on your handshake? You know how you go in. I like, said, no, no,
1: no, let's do that again. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's the worst. I, tell them. It bothers me. What I used to do was, like, even though they just kind of grabbed my four fingers, dude, I would take what I had, the small grip I had, and just grip it real tight. But, yeah, I was like, here, we got to do that again. It's it's yep. such a, I hate that.
1: I, I don't like it either. And, and and the the awkward part is, like, someone that you're really close to, like, like you, you heard me talking to Michael Brandon today, we're uh-huh. like, like, brothers, and if I see him, like, it wouldn't wouldn't be awkward, but the handshake would either be like a, either a handshake or like a, or like a, you grasp it and then you go on for the hug, you know? Yes, yes. Like, the awkward feeling of like, which one are we doing here? What one are we doing here? <laughs> like, the, the go in for it. Like, I'm like, ah, oh, like, what are we doing here? But um, someone like him, I'd be like, listen, dude, like, stop, let's do that again. We can't, Yeah. that, that was an awkward handshake. That was a kind of a feminine handshake. We got to, yeah. we got to restart that.
0: Here's okay. Here's the. I'm gonna show, and the audience can see this. I think that to those listening, you, you got to go back and watch the footage of this. But here, I'm gonna show you my my perfect form for signaling the bro hug. I mean, I give like I'm like an air traffic controller giving the signal. Here comes the bro hug. I mean, you come in, you kind of almost slow motion it, and like get this right here, and then and because everybody, like, oh. That's a bro hug coming at me. You know, Man, you know no what know There's no confusing that, yeah. that. You know what's yeah. about to happen. So then, and then it kind of, it kind of, we're dudes. It kind of fires you up when you know, oh, this dude takes his bro hugs with passion. Look at that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just almost like leave it hanging up there. Come on, bring it in. And just boom. And then now, I like to be that guy too that because whenever I'm, whenever I come up against another guy that's like a, that takes his bro hug serious, I like it. I'm like, okay, this guy's got confidence. He's showing yeah. love when he doesn't have to. That's just good and stuff. Then it's almost like an arm
1: wrestle when you get in there. Like, is, oh, is yeah. That, that oh yeah, oh yeah. Then it's like, yeah. okay, I got him locked in. I got yeah. him locked in. Then you yeah. can go in. Like the hug is kind of like it's like a, a kind of hard tap on the back too. Like, yeah, I like. That. Oh yeah. Now here's it's like like an thing. alpha
0: hug. Exactly, it's an alpha hug. And here's the thing too: that the, the listeners, those of you who are like me, and you're pushing the age limit to the upper side of things, don't try to be funny to the younger crowd. Don't try to speak their language. Don't try to act like you like their music if you don't. Don't try to sound or look cool. They'll see right through it. But if you're an old dude and you can go in for a bro hug properly with a young dude that's like, you know, like my like my daughter's boyfriend. Oh, respect. They like, they're like, okay. There's just it's just like, okay. This guy's not a complete nerd and he's not out of touch. I mean, it, it makes all it. the difference. He gets it. He gets it. And right. I I have used that as a connecting. To the younger generations. Like whenever I go speak at like SFA, these young undergrads or whatever, whenever I throw out a bro hook, it changes everything. It cha- they, yeah. they just like, oh, okay, this is like a, how are you doing, young man? You know, screw that. Right. You know?
1: No, this is not an academic that, is like, that has, wants to just give a parent lecture and bore us to death.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, here's another thing, though, that has become really weird during the era of COVID. The, and it just, it, it either goes really well or really bad. Whenever you don't know, do I do the fist bump or handshake or bro hug? Now we've got three to choose from. It's somebody I like, it's somebody I know, but I haven't seen them in a while. <clears throat> and if one goes in for the for the fist bump, you go in for the handshake. And like when you grab their fist bump like a nub, that's the worst. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's like it's like um, Everybody's so confused. It's like your first like date you go on and you're going for the kiss, whatever, and, like it's like <laughs> I'm not really sure if she wants to kiss or if, right. I, I think she does, but she's gonna try to play hard to get. I'm going for it. And then it's like that whole like, Oh, we got the cheat. Oh, damn. Right, right. Or yeah, yeah I don't like that.
0: Or you know what I've started doing too, and I mean I guess and this has nothing to do with like the era of me too or anything like that, which I, I, I think you should always err to the side of extreme gentlemen. But one of the things that is like I'm very very cautious of hugs with the opposite sex and whenever it comes to the the side hug or the fr- and sometimes sometimes <clears throat> if you meet up with a really close friend of like gemlins or like you with Carly or something and they'll come in with the full-blown frontal hug it, it's it's nice but I'm like did I do something wrong so you, with the ladies it's like kind of do I or or if you try to do kind of the the side hug, and, there, and it just kind of ends up this weird, awkward back pat. It's like, hey. Yeah. yeah. It's There's just so many things. So what I've tried to do, I try to take it like my bro hug. I, I will do this too, dude. With the ladies that are not Mrs. Wright, I will just stand and I'll either awkwardly shake hands with a girl, <laughs> which is weird. Girls just don't. It's just so weird when you go to a lady, you shake her hand. But I'm like, I just, I want to air to the side of caution. Or I'll just kind of stand there and go, hey. It's like do a, like a big wave. Like, yeah, hi. Yeah, yeah. I'm not no, coming no, in for, it. we're not hugging. <laughs> 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 just kind of like announcing my Are bro you hug. from like,
1: like three blocks
0: away. Like, exactly. Hey. hey. <laughs> so yeah, I just, I no, it's so funny. All right. So now that we've got all of our greeting etiquette and kind of, you know, how we yeah. handle that, how we work through that, if you will. Let's talk some some baseball. Um, all right, first of all, playoffs. it's the playoffs, and we've got some history being made with Aaron Judge. Now, you told me something I did not know. <clears throat> I did not know he had been asked about the record, which he's getting credit for being the all-time single-season home run champion as someone who has not used substances. So, and you said that he made mention. He's like, "Hey, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, that's you, you, you. can tell the story better than I do." And I'd like to get your take on it. And then, kind of, the other guys around the league, what are they saying about Aaron Judge and this home run record? It's a,
1: <clears throat> it's it's a different, it's a different <clears throat> different error. Obviously, like um, we have a we have a juice ball error, and I and, and MLB can deny it all they want, but there's different errors for. Different times of baseball, right? Like you had a pitching era, you had a, a home run era, you had the steroid era, and then now you have the juice ball era. Like the balls are moving from the sticky stuff, to the the pitchers era. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's stuff that happens, right? It happens in baseball. Everybody's going to try and get a, a, an advantage at some capacity, right? Baseball's going to try to make adjustments to make the game more exciting for younger, older people, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, Aaron Judge. Um, I read an article and he was he was saying that um, you know until I get to seventy three, I don't hold the all time record. American League record, yeah, I, maybe so. If I if I get it, I, I, I get it. But the all time record, in his opinion, is seventy three. <clears throat> and I thought, <clears throat> in all seriousness, I thought that was really cool that he said that because um, it it's the truth. Um, unfortunately, it is the truth. Mm-hmm. Barry Bonds was the greatest hitter of our generation. Yeah. Um, um, I hate to say it because of the tainted steroid stuff. But let's be real honest, he was facing guys on steroids as well. Yeah. Um, and the fact of the matter is he got one pitch a game to hit and he hit it up for a home run, period. Yep. I mean, the guy had his, his slugging percentage his on base percentage. Like if you go look at the internal numbers along with the home runs that he set, like, he wasn't just a, a power hitter, he could hit doubles, he hit for average, he took his walks. I mean, the man at at like sixty, at like sixty home runs, whatever he was getting walked four times a game. He was getting walked with the bases loaded, like he wasn't getting a pitch to hit. And when he did, it was usually a hundred on the black end. Yeah. And he turned it around. Dick slapped it over a, a fan, <laughs> over the wall. Right. When he got he got to swing the bat one time in a bat, and that's impressive to me. Like it, it, say what you want about the guy, he was a great baseball player. Um, and not to discredit anything Aaron Judge has done, because I think what he is doing, he's the MVP. And Shohei Ohtani, what he's doing too is absolutely insane, insane. Yeah, talk to me about
0: that guy. I I had never heard of him or anything until all of a sudden he, after his what thirtieth home run, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what the? How how is that possible? What is what is he doing differently than like you? You were a great. You, again, we've talked about this before. You know, not to just com- completely rehash one of our our conversations. You grew up as a kid. Guy like you that's going to the bigs, you were probably a great hitter, you know, all the way through up through high school and even in te- at Tech, whatever. Until they said, "Okay, Josh, you're only going to pitch." What is this guy doing differently?
1: Uh, dude, he's on a different planet, man. It's it's
0: for me, for personally,
1: I think it's love for the game. For one, mm. to be able to play that many games and do both is for one. He's in tip-top shape. He has to be, mm-hmm. um, and two the absolute joy he plays with and love and passion he plays with. He's not like out there, you know, it's not the emotion in, not for show. And I, th- I think some of the fans kind of ha- are, are misconstrued a on, on what some of these emotions are during baseball. Like uh, you, you, you pimp a home run when you're down by seven or eight, that that's for show that's for getting on social media. That's for getting on, um, some, some type of platform that, oh, look at this bat flip. like this, mm-hmm. it's, it's horseshit. Yep. in my opinion or you know a guy striking out the side in the ninth inning um up by seven like right. don't jump off the mound and scream and shit like you're down by seven right. like the ultimate goal is to win period right, right. and so Yotani said that he's like you know I, I had a great season but we fell short of our goal by making the postseason like and that's what i want to do i want to go play on the biggest stage in baseball and that's what it's about and to hear him say that and understand that the accolades that he has achieved this year—that's never been achieved before in baseball—and the one thing that he still talks about is winning—that—that mm-hmm. that to me is like it's real, it's, it's yeah. raw. Yeah. And um, I, I think that's, you know, the the whole "let the kids play," you know, era of of you know two or three years ago was like, yeah, we get it, like yeah, let the kids play, but also respect the game and respect other people, other players, because this is a hard, hard-ass game, man. It's very, very hard. Um, you play it every day, you play 162 of them. Um, and this year in particular, when guys, the CBA was coming up and they, you know, missed a f- few weeks of spring training and had to have double headers, nine any double headers scheduled, um, and then travel to the West Coast and things like that. Like, it's, it's a difficult game. Like, it didn't, um, and, and, and especially in today's world when everybody, everybody is throwing 100. And I was watching guys, I was watching the other day on, on social media for the Minnesota Twins, Duran, I think his name, Duran D- 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 or some I can't remember what his name is, was throwing 99 mile hour split finger change. Like, uh, what? What? <laughs>
0: that's insane. His
1: curveball was harder than my fastball. My hardest <laughs> fastball was <to> in the It's <laughs>
0: insane.
1: It's like things like that are going on. So, like, it's the error, the, and, and to be real honest with you, I don't think Judge was getting enough credit for what he was doing.
0: And, Never heard is it. That's what we talked about in that article. Remember I, that I, yeah. I sent you? It's like. You know, because and I'll be honest with you, that article brought my attention back to Judge. I was like, and there's there's something to that. It's like he does all the right things. He does all the things we admire as far as admiring character and not being a a show off. They that article even compared him to Barry Sanders when Barry Sanders would score a touchdown, hand the ref the ball, walk away. I did my job. Aaron Judge hits a home run. It's the same home run trot, home run one, home run sixty two. It doesn't change. But yet it's almost like if you're not a showboat, then you're just not going to make, you're not going to get the attention.
1: Yeah. You don't get the, I mean, you've, you've heard the old saying, uh, it, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Well, yeah, I, I disagree with that now because bad publicity now is not, it's not just being like a, oh, ho-hum, I did my job. I'm running the bases. Like that. that's, to me, that's what I want my kids to look up to. I want my kids to look up to like, okay, I just hit a home run. I'm not going to dance around the bases and throw my bat up in the air and disrespect the pitcher that's trying to do his job as well. Right. I beat him. Right. Great. I beat him. I'm going to act like I've done it 100 times because that, to me, sends a bigger message to the guy on the mound. It sends a bigger message to the guy at the plate. Like, I struck you out. I get the ball. I walk off. Yeah. I, I've been in situations where I have bases loaded nobody out and I struck out the side and I didn't jump off the mound. You know, and I see, um, you know, position players pump their fists, like in their glove, walking off the field. They like that to me is like what it's all about. Like you you did your job. You did it very, very well. And you walked off the field like, yeah, I I was supposed to do that. And I did it. So I know and I know it's not that easy. So so there's certain situations where you come off the field and there's emotions running high. Trust me, I've done it before in big games, you know, yell in my glove and slap my glove and stuff like that. I've I've done it. Um, But those are the times when I, I don't mean to do it I don't even know I do it I have to go back and look I'm like oh crap I did that
0: right you know,
1: not that I'm mad that I did it but like it's just raw it's, it's real it, and I think it's authentic and I think fans are starting to see through that they can see through that a little bit more but um I think what Judge is doing he deserves the MVP and in the triple crown running all year long um started getting less pitches to hit towards the end of the year because of where he was at mm-hmm. um and then and plus, he's playing teams that are, you know, worthy of going back to the playoffs, and they're not going to just give him a cookie, going, "Oh, you know what? Hey, here you go. Let's just, you know, yeah. who cares? Season double right. with." Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think there's something to be said about what that article was saying. It was very, very real. Like he said, um, said, he's having his faith. He's having um, his family. He doesn't showboat. He does things the right way. And the agenda for today is not really like that. And Unfortunately, he's not getting the attention that he probably deserve. he actually do, does deserve.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the. I'm going to see if I can find it. It was um, Aaron Judge hits. Uh, let's see. Talk about it. basically, Aaron Judge is about to make history. Does, uh, yeah, here it is. I think. Yeah. yeah, one of baseball's most hallowed records is about to fall. Do fans even care? And I think, and it goes into this article, it says, Yankees right fielder Aaron Judge is having arguably the greatest offensive season in baseball history. As of this writing, he leads the Major League Baseball in home runs, RBIs, runs on-base percentage, slugging percentage, on-base percentage, on-base percentage plus, and WAR, and, or war. And he leads the American League in batting average and walks. And so it goes on to talk about not only um, the fact that Aaron Judge is not getting attention, but it talks about just kind of What's going on with Major League Baseball in general? And I've noticed this. I mean, America's pastime has kind of become—I don't know—it's, it, huh? Would you say woke? It's what? Yeah. I mean, is that what is that what has done it to where? Because the NFL, which has surpassed, it's become the. I mean, the Super Bowl is like a holiday, and the, the the NFL owns a day of the week, as as has been said before. That's not an original right. thought for me. And then you got the NBA, what it has just—it's got some major individual, just superstars, almost superhuman people. Baseball just doesn't have the flash and the glitz that either of those sports have, and so they those have both been harmed by the era of woke. But baseball—it's almost like, hey, you guys are trying to do the woke thing, and you're just—you're not going to be able to weather it the way these other two sports have. Am I right about that?
1: No, I, I think you are think you're dead nuts on it. I think, yeah. I think you're right, and, and it's just like a, It's it's hard to. It's hard to put into perspective because, like, baseball, baseball is trying to be woke, but they're not very good at it. <laughs> right. That makes it, sense. Like, great they're point. Just not good at it. Great point. Yep. Um, and they don't do a good job of like. Marketing their game to a worldwide stage, um, you know. Last night I was looking up um, uh, Twitter. I was looking at Twitter and. Just looking at what some people I'd, I'd searched MLB because I'd, I'd heard, you know, rumblings on that MLB was blacking out some playoff games. And why? Yeah. Internationally, too. Internationally, they're blacking them out. And I'm like, well, why? Like, why, why would you do that? Why would you, why would you allow somebody to pay a service to you? And then once the biggest games of the, of the year are on, you start blacking them out they pay for a year subscription, not a regular season subscription, right? right? They pay for a year subscription. Right. And then now they're getting blacked out on some of the biggest games of the year. They are the biggest games of the year period. Yeah. And they're They're getting blacked out. And I, I just don't understand that. Like in, in today's technology, today's, you know, media outlets, like how do you allow anybody that wants to pay attention to what you're, the product you are putting on the field, how, In the hell are you allowing anything to black out a chance for somebody to fall in love with the product that you want them to fall in love with?
0: And, and by the way, Josh, you have guys like me. I did not start, I went a long job. I really, when I was in college, that's whenever um, one of the strikes took place, okay? And I I got so pissed, I was like, I'm just not going to watch baseball. I I was angry Mm -hmm. at the time, so I stopped watching baseball for years. What brought me back was, I guess... Was it the season before or right after you guys nearly made it to the World Series? It was the it was the the famous showdown between Houston and and LA. LA, and that was such a captivating series that it brought me back. And by the way, to me, Major League Baseball had a hell of an opportunity right there. It was a golden opportunity because all of a sudden that was whenever Colin Kaepernick started making the NFL uh, more of a political organization, and he right. was—and so everybody was kind of like, what the hell? And you had Trump making it even worse, and it was just a whole—so every the NFL was just kind of in this, like—the NFL just became, like, this political thing. If I watch an NFL game, then I'm supporting what the NFL's doing, and the NFL's going woke, right. and so, so—but then all of a sudden, over here, you had one of the most exciting, and especially as a Texan, you had one of the most exciting World Series that had happened in years. Oh, yeah. And so it brought me back. So to your point— I had not watched a game that year, I don't think, up until maybe some Braves, maybe a few Astros games, probably some Rangers games. But then that World Series, I watched more World Series baseball that year than I had in I don't know how long. And to your point, it's like, yeah, why would you do that? It's like making the Super Bowl pay-per-view, which they could probably do that, and I don't want to give anybody any ideas. I guarantee you they floated that idea a million times. Uh, Oh, no doubt. But, yeah, why would you not want to cast that net when things are good, and it's the same thing. I mean, how many? There's so many sports fans like me. I'm not going to wa- watch an entire season of the NBA for sure. And now I don't even watch the NBA Finals, but I used to. I would start watching. The same with college basketball. I would watch during the Sweet 16. I'd start kind of keeping up with you know the, the 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 playoffs of or the the NCAA tournament. There's so many people that don't even come to the sport in a season until the the here at the end. You know, in October.
1: Oh, that's a fact. I mean, you look at you look at some of the stadiums around baseball. They're they're besides the Braves, the Braves show out. The, the Atlanta always shows out. Their fans are absolutely insane. But they, um, a lot of teams. And, and when I played in Cleveland, like it was, they showed out whenever you were good, which I understand. I get I get that. And then April was kind of tough because it's 20 degrees outside, and raining or sleeting half the time, so you don't get a lot of fans. But then you have a, a sports base like Tampa Bay who do not show up at all no matter how good their team is, they put a great product on the field for years now and they just don't show up. And then playoff comes and they show up. So like, it's, that's kind of the sport. Like whenever you have a, a team playing in your city 10 days in a row, like it's, people just aren't going to come 10 days in a row. Like the same people aren't going to come 10 days in a row. Right. They're not, it's, it's expensive to go to a game. Yeah. Very expensive. So like, I get that aspect of it, but like, why would you even, why would you even allow? Okay. So for one, if we're not getting as much asses in the seats, why would we not at least let them watch on TV no mm-hmm. matter what happens? Yeah. At least, at least we're getting viewership and getting, you know, new fans along the way. Um, and, and that, that, that's, that there's a, there's a huge miss that happened in that little era. I agree with you hundred percent. Um, but you know, and, and I think what's happening is the almighty daughter, dollar takes takes control of it all, right? You have Apple TV now, um, you know, broadcasting games, and you have to sign up for the Apple Plus subscription, right? Like, that's just part of it. Um, Hulu, Peacock TV, um, they'll do some games where you have you get them for free, and then the next ones are not. So, I mean, it's just like the NBA TV, MLB TV. Um, if you don't subscribe to that on your TV or your Dish network or any of those um, – Cable outlets, then you don't get to watch the games that are there. Yeah, it's the almighty dollar takes control of it all, right? And I think that's kind of the um, the, the detriment to a lot of things, but I think it's a huge detriment to what basically baseball is doing because they are allowing you to buy a subscription to watch every game, and then next thing you know, it's like, well, never mind. Yeah, you're not.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's absolute BS. And I think too, going back to the almighty dollar, so many of these corporations, and let's just, I mean. You know, modern day sports is just giant business, right? I mean, you know.
1: Oh, my God. I think know. baseball's a $13 billion a year
0: industry. Yeah. Now, so it's like insane. And so when they start doing the woke stuff, it's like the thing that it's, it's, they think that it's making, it's gaining them favor because all they do is they point, they hold their finger up and go, okay, where are the, the, where are society winds blowing? Okay. Yeah. We need to be woke. That's what they tell us. And it, it's not for, I mean, it, I just don't think it's pure. I'm sorry. Call me cynical, but whatever. It's not pure. But the thing is, the diehard fan, that fan that will buy a season ticket, that fan that will subscribe to MLB Network, that fan that will in- subscribe to the NFL network, I, by and large, I, I think that the the surveys have shown this or the polling has shown this, they are not people that want politics injected into their sports. So it's like you're you're satisfying someone that is not even at your your core. Constituency. The smallest
1: percentage of people that are out there—that's what's yeah. satisfying. Like yeah. you're so scared of the, sol- sol- the smallest percentage of people out there right. that you're losing a bigger percentage. And that, why? Why is that blind? Why, why are people blind to that? I don't—I've never understood that. Yeah, like yeah. You, you appeal to a group that's the smallest percentage of things uh, mm-hmm. uh, of an area or of, you know sports in particular. Like no, like appeal to the fans you have
0: loud vocal like, by don't nobody,
1: lose dude. the fans you have you yeah. will gain fans along the way because of if you do things the right way you appeal to the people that actually pay you the money that actually support your business support your um you know a, not agenda but a, support what you're doing like for me personally i'm, I'm a huge baseball fan and my son's going to be a baseball fan just by watching the love i have for it from get-go my daughters are fans of it and they're not fans of it because of daddy played it. They're fans of it because they see how much daddy loves it, how much daddy talks about it, how much I involve them in that. But yep. like they, they are 1000% involved in everything I do on the baseball field, lessons I give, anything. They, they are involved. I talk to them about it. They, they ask me about it. And it's not that they fall in love with it because they watch it on TV all the time. It's just because they understand it's something for me to talk to dad about, Yeah. right? So it's so something that brings you me closer to my daughters and to my family. And it's something that's, kind of embedded in our household yeah So, like that that's why you become a fan of it
0: yep yep well and the thing is too that has always been great about sports and i know that i'm again not an original jason Wright thought but just it's, it's something everybody knows is that sports have traditionally been that place where i could sit by someone that i might may disagree with vehemently on politics social issues whatever the case may be but if we're both cheering for the Atlanta Braves, that's a, that's common thread. And for at least two hours, we could have a reprieve from the everyday world of, of, and that's the thing too, man. It, it, most people, like I did something interesting this week. I went and I listened to a, a, actually it was whenever I was leaving your house, I turned on a podcast that was completely the antithesis of my worldview just to hear what they would say. And it was like, obviously, I didn't agree with what they were saying, but it gave me insight because there's so many things going on in the world where where I I ask myself all the time, how can you believe that? How can you think that way? And so I listen to where they get their messaging, and I'm like, okay, I can see how they're packaging it up. But then, so so getting that understanding, and then what I've learned is that it's like anything else. When you get one-on-one and actually interact, with real human beings, and we don't just look at each other from afar, looking, gazing off into the distance of a tribe over here, not knowing one of the individuals. It's a lot easier to hate a tribe than it is to hate an individual human being that you've actually talked to and realize, oh, they've got a wife, they've got kids, they believe differently than me. I don't get it. I don't understand. And sports used to be that place where... We could all come together, and like you say, even in it, you go go to if 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 a family, let's say that the kids grew up and they split from their parents' political ideology, but they all love the freaking Philadelphia Eagles. They could come home during the holidays or during the fall and all watch an Eagles game and not give a damn about who's president, tax rates, or anything like right. that. You know, that's, exactly.
1: That's that's the wish. That's the beautiful thing about sports. That's being <clears throat> kind of pushed out. Yeah. And, and that's that's the sad thing about it you know and then we, we, we but that's like in the bullpen you're like the one thing you don't talk about is religion and politics yeah yeah because there's so many things that you know people come from all walks of life and it's just not something that because you're trying to build chemistry you're trying to build camaraderie like yep. brotherhood so you don't and once you build that that trust that that love for each other you love for your teammates then you can start talking about that. But the one thing you don't do from the very get go is like, Hey, are you Republican or Democrat? Like, yeah. What's your political view? Like, right. Bullshit. Right. Like, how are you going to get this guy out? That's, right. what, that's what I'm concerned about. <laughs> right. You know, or, or have you right. faced this guy before? Like, I he's murdered me every single time I've got a uh, face Like, what do you got for me? Right. Stuff like that, like build a foundation. And then if you want to talk about that kind of stuff, when you have the idea that you're not being attacked by somebody, because everybody feels like they're attacked if you ask a single question that, you know, oh,
0: yeah. challenges them. Oh, yeah. And
1: that's, you know, and that, that's that's just being a sensitive America is what that is. If you think that every single time someone asks you a question, you're being attacked or something like that. Come on.
0: Yeah, yeah, come exactly. Don't, don't give people credit for not being quite as evil as you may think they are. All right, right. so let, now let's g- getting off the, uh, the real serious stuff. I mean, wow. We are not going to talk about any more serious stuff. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, fun, fun. <laughs> so, how about um, who who do you see playing in the World Series? How's this How's this year gonna un, This season gonna? I be think unfold? it's
1: a rematch. I think Atlanta and, and Houston. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I tell you a sneaky team that I think is gonna give give people a lot of fits, and I, I truly believe this is the Cleveland Guardians Indians. Yeah. I, I think that they, I, I watching them from afar, um, having a few conversations with Tito, like they. They're very, very similar to the 2016 team we had. That they don't give a damn what yeah. you think about them. Yeah. They give a damn about the person to the right and your left. Period. Yeah. That's it. They play for the jersey on the name on the front of their jersey, not the name on the back. And that, that to me is like a, a real, real, like okay, like this is a team we don't want to see in the postseason. Yeah. And, I, and I agree. I'm like I think that's there's something to that. But I, I just don't see a team. An overall team, I don't see a team of like as good as Atlanta Braves, the Dodgers and Houston. the Atlanta for, for me one, and this is not because I work with Atlanta. And I, I can show you text messages to other people that have played on different teams, like y'all have no chance because Atlanta's team, and I mean that with all caps, T E A M team, team
0: mm-hmm. is
1: unbelievable. They truly care about each other. They um, kind of like Cleveland, but they have big name players that are just as good. Yeah. Or better. Yeah. to be honest with you the rotation is stout they're deep in the rotation their bullpen has always been good um they have guys that are willing to take the ball in the second inning to the ninth inning doesn't matter what role um it's you know you're, you're gonna have two starters in that rotation that will pitch and they'll be like they'll probably tell Snit like hey put me in the bullpen just in case you need me yeah like the, yeah. just a pure like I, i'm here to do what i can to help it's awesome you know and it's like if you get an austin rally like austin is the highest paid guy to ever come in come out of atlanta like for overall numbers wise overall monetary value wise mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and if they ask him to lead off he'd say yes sir there would be no questioning there would be no none of that stuff he'd be like okay you mean you play first base or right field left field okay sure yeah let me do it That's whatever so i need awful. whatever i need to do to help the team win and yeah. they're freaking good
0: yeah period
1: good and they're getting hot at the right time that's the scariest team there is, is get the team that gets hot at the right time
0: yeah 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 especially when they're already badass you know so yeah exactly to, how hard is it going to be for you to not if if they uh i mean right now it's got to be killing
1: i was watching the, the i was watching MLB network last night and um they had highlights of of the world series and um unfortunately i wasn't able to play in that world series but i I saw myself on it a few times, just like there's pain in the dugout or pain uh-huh. in the World Series. Yep. And I told my wife, I'm like, I just saw myself a few times, like I, I'm, I want to go play again. I just, like, I just want that opportunity. Man, people talk about that all the time. Like, it's, it's, you know, you're always gonna miss it. All, yeah, yeah, you are, you are. Yeah. But the chance, the, the feeling of being able to, have an opportunity to play in the World Series is there's nothing else like it there's there's not a drug in the world you can take to get that there's not a um feeling in the world to achieve that it's just like i didn't even get to play in it knew i wasn't going to play in it and i was like every single day i woke up and i'm like oh my god i can't wait to hit the ballpark yeah i, cannot, I don't even want to sit here and sleep anymore i want to go to the ballpark no one's there but who cares
0: well and that's the thing that's too a great that feeling. i know that um i know that you're, you're you've had to face it in kind of a different you know role i mean tom brady's tom brady i mean he's the greatest quarterback that's ever lived and you know he's probably getting beat up a lot right now for making the decision to go ahead and come out of retirement especially as his life kind of just unfolds and it's the opposite of what we're used to seeing with this fully controlled perfectly this picturesque life that is just i mean methodically monitored and executed to see what's going on in his personal life he's I, I can't even imagine what his life is right now like right now but uh but I can tell you right now,
1: it's 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 a way, it's a certain way off the field. But when he steps on the field, when he gets in there with his brothers yeah. on the field, it's, yeah. it's 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 the same. That's what I wanted I to ask: you. is what what yeah. is he
0: going to? Because it's the thing that it's um, and again, now let's take it down to like a complete non consequential in the grand scheme of things level with me. Like I told you the other day, whenever I know I'm old, I know I'm getting old. But whenever I jacked up my shoulder. And I don't do anything. I mean, I'm a I'm a at home athlete, baby. You know, I, that's it. Yeah. But for someone like you, Tom Brady, or anybody that's been like Jordan back in the day, when you're on the cusp where you still feel your youth, you still know, you know, cognitively that if I it's going to take me longer to recover, but I can still, I can still at least execute on the day I have to. It's just going to take me longer to get back out there again. That's got to be just such a, a something that most mortal human beings like me can't even begin to get our brain around and so i just i, I just i, I it, do it's I, a very
1: very difficult feeling oh um but it's also it's also like a very very humbling and very very like exhilarating like i i'm i want to do this i want to feel that way because i, I want to see if i can come out of this quicker i want to see if yeah. i can you know challenge this age um yeah. or challenge this recovery if i can't it's just like, um, you know, if you're 25, you're 26 years old and you go out there and you're like, oh, I pitched, you know, I can pitch five days in a row if I needed to. Um, I still think I can do that. I yeah. probably won't be as effective. But now that I know I have the the smart, the wisdom, the experience of being able mm-hmm. to like play that chess game, even yeah. if I'm not at my best, yeah. I still think I can beat you. That to me is like an, an extra level, an extra gear of like, Okay, this is the, I'm I'm having to be kind of intellectual with about the game a little bit now, as opposed to just being pure athleticism and going out there and getting in, trying to you know using pure stuff or using pure just athletic ability. It's like okay, I I, I might not be, I'm, I'm throwing the same velocity, but my ball's not spinning the right way. It's getting hit, it's getting fouled off. These balls usually are, are, are people swing out of a miss. Now they're fouling them off. All right, what do I have to do? Like thinking through that scenario of trying to it's competing dude and that's the that's the greatest feeling of all time of like being an athlete is being able to be able to compete even when you're not at your best and that's what in my opinion makes average athletes good good athletes great and great athletes hall of famers yeah yeah so that to me is kind of the order of how it goes and you see those guys all the time like you know you see a mike trout who's going to be probably one of the greatest players ever walked the planet, and you think he feels good every single time he goes out there, there's no chance. Right. There's no chance. So he understands he's got to start his bat a little bit sooner, or um, he's got to get his foot down a little bit sooner. He's got to do something a little bit different that day because he doesn't feel 100% Mike Trout. Right. And if that's the case and he still gets it done, then that's why he's great. You know, it's just part of it. Well,
0: I uh, I, I like having you you home more. It's kind of I think it's kind of cool. I think Carly and the kids probably do. Oh, uh, so, it depends. So there there kids, are some yes.
1: benefits. <laughs> I told my, I told my uh, daughter yesterday. I said, "Hey, I'm going to I'm going to the baseball field. I'll, I'll, I'll be right back." She said, "You coming right back?" I said, yeah, baby. And I had a I had a bag for my the balls and my glove and stuff. And she said, "Why do you have your backpack?" I'm like, "I, I don't have a backpack. This is my baseball stuff in here." It's like it's not. I'm not. I'm not leaving. I'm not going away for multiple days in a row. I'm not That's... doing that. I'm going to give a lesson and I'll be right back
0: that's sweet dude but you gotta love that i know oh, it's, one... it's
1: very very it that's probably the most that's to me that's the greatest feeling i've ever had in my life yeah whenever they stay that. yeah just I... being 100 honest and that's the reason i didn't play this year be, mm. you know that uh-huh. um aside from nobody wanting a 37 year old you know average right-handed pitcher um you know i had opportunities to go play but it was also a scenario i've never taken my kids to their first day of school i've never seen their first um competition like like things like that are are very very important to me my family is the most important thing to me and whenever they whenever i told them hey daddy's not gonna go play baseball this year i'm gonna be here all year long and the excitement the joy the like the pure emotions i saw in my daughters was like oh okay yeah maybe they do want their daddy around more than more than i thought
0: yeah and, and carly thought she did she thought she yeah did. carly wants me to go play today <laughs> <laughs> well, the, I think one of the worst parts for poor Carly, uh, it, you know, Jimlin worries about this lot. It's Like whenever I show up to the house, she's like, "Hey, Jason came over, and uh, we need to put a time limit on that." Uh, he. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah, you put you put the two of us together, I mean, a lot gets said, a lot of dreaming happens, a lot of ideas. Oh, the <laughs> I don't know that they'll actually happen, but I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that just fly. I can tell right it. now, I
1: wouldn't be giving lessons if we didn't have this conversation. There you go,
0: there you go. Well, well, I just I believe in you, brother. And hey, we gotta do this more often. You know where I'm headed right now? I am going go to Sulphur Springs, Texas. I'm taking uh, I'm taking my dad some bison liver how about that oh nice so i've got it and we need to go you know we need to do this sometimes so one of my favorite favorite business my favorite business advisory client just love this family love these people they own a it's and, and for any of the listeners out there check it out i think it's uh oklahoma trophy uh they've got hunts you can go out there and stay they're not a sponsor of the show they're just good friends of mine and uh and we need to go out there, dude. We need to plan a weekend. We can take the entire, we can take the whole families out there. You can put the girls in a deer stand with you. Uh, but they've got bison. Awesome. It, the, it's a trophy ranch where you can hunt, but they also have bison. And so I told, uh, I told my friend that owns it, my client, I said, hey, I want some of the organ meat because, I mean, I said, do you have, he said, yeah. He says, as a matter of fact, I've got all this liver that, and the hearts. He said, you want the hearts? I said, yeah. He said, I said, I said, I want some of it. He said, well, I've got all of it, and we weren't sure what to do with it. I said, well, I know exactly what you can do with it. So I called my dad, and I said, hey, you want some uh, bison liver? I just got some, and I'll split it with you. And so I'm rolling into Sulphur Springs later today and to hang out with uh, my dad, and we're going to um, and deliver some bison liver. So that's what I've got going on. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm
1: going to have to trust in that, but I don't know if I've ever had bison liver.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I— uh yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to eat it raw. I don't care anything about preparing it or anything like that. And it, Because you know, there, there is evidence about, you know, where all the nutrients or the, the greatest concentration of nutrients are in the organ meats. And so I thought, well, I'm going to give it a try. And here's something I saw that you and I can try, okay? Jimlin's like, yeah, no, you're not using our Vitamix for this. But mm-hmm. ben, ben Greenfield, he actually puts in his freezer in an ice tray – Um, like, he'll, he'll like, grind up in a food processor or a Vitamix or something the uh, beef liver and freeze it. And then he'll put, like, a couple of little cubes of frozen beef liver in his protein shakes. How about that? Oh, and then grind it up. Yeah, you probably don't even hardly taste it. So that's what I'm going to do. That's that's genius. Yeah, I'm going to give that a try. And then, uh, because I don't really care to— do the whole liver king thing i'm not going to take a big bite out of a raw bull testicle or any of that crap yeah
1: uh, I, I probably would just say i did it but i wouldn't i wouldn't enjoy it
0: no Like,
1: if i know it's bull nuts or bison nuts i'm like yeah i'm, not, I'm good on putting my mouth around nuts i, I don't want that right, like, right. like and if it's liver like yeah. yeah i might take a bite out of it just to say i've done it but like for yeah. the heart or something
0: but like yeah, yeah. other than that nah. yeah yeah i'm the same i just i and i'm and you know hey look you know, not not knocking the guy. He's built a huge following by doing crap like that. But I, I'm not interested. And you know, that's one of the things too that I, I've come to the point where, like, I want to eat sardines. I, my dad's always trying to tell me because he loves sardines. I want to like sardines. They're so freaking good for you. But I, there's no way I can make them palatable. I they, they, I hate the way they taste. I can't I can't stand the little the little spines that you get. They don't they don't taste good in salads. But this thing they feed. Oh yeah, they stink. they're just gross. I just I want to like them, but I just can't. Same thing with canned oysters. They've got a lot of I think vitamin A is what they're really heavy in, good for you. Um, but they're just the nasty texture. So I'm hoping that by freezing this bison liver into little ice cubes and just putting it in a protein shake, I'm sure I'll get a hint of it. But mainly, I get the nutrients. It w- it wouldn't look yeah, as cool I mean, on social media, but like, I'm not worried about that.
1: I mean, you can just take it. It's like taking a shot. Like just all you gotta do is granite bear it. Yep down it and be done with it at least now you get your nutrients actually I got some um green stuff um it's like the equivalent of eating like six cups of vegetables or uh broccoli um there's a whole thing about to show it to you what do you but use? it's like a, uh fizz it's like a tablet oh pop it in there fizzes and then you, it's like a carbonated drink now so it's just kind of like and it tastes pretty good so like um maybe drop one of those in there after you do it and just get that carbonation and that fizz and that you know that's a great mighty. idea Take the sting out of it a little bit.
0: Yeah, because that's, you know, I'm a big Athletic Greens guy. I've been a subscriber to Athletic Greens for years and years, or not years and years, but probably at least two, maybe three years, uh, because I don't eat as many vegetables as I should. I used to eat a lot of, like, really green leafy salads, like spinach, but I don't as much, but every single day I'm going to have a – a, a spoonful or a, my my athletic green. So I would love to try that to see what it's like because that's oh, another thing too. Simple, yeah, I, all I it's... drink is mineral water now, Tobo Chico or uh, or one of those or, or uh, Pellegrino or something like that. But those yeah. on fizz, make it kind of like a little like a little nice cocktail. Yeah, cocktail just cocktail. make
1: sure the caps off of it so
0: you don't explode the cap. Yeah, that might be that might be a problem. That might be a problem. <laughs> so so all right, brother. Well, I'm I'm so glad that you joined us. Josh Tomlin on the Jason Wright Show. I'm glad you, uh, at least we've got your technical difficulties. I'll come over and help you figure out how to use your big uh, Michael Vick earmuffs. You know, I want you. Yes. uh, uh, Yeah, they look, uh, yeah, pimping. There you go, baby. Yeah, there you go. That's that's what it's all about. Let me get you some gold ones. they're sweet Mm
1: -hmm. JT43 on it yeah
0: absolutely absolutely that's what I'm talking about All right, dude well I appreciate you coming on for the best Friday ever let me do a little sign off here for the for the good listeners of the Jason Wright show thanks for joining Josh and I on the best Friday ever until we meet again as always the advice is the same it's very simple continue to improve always and always I'm Jason he's Josh and we are out